the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, a new live local show on K-Praise designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Well, hello there, my friends, and guess what? We've gonna, uh, we're going to take an excursion that you haven't ever taken before. We're going to take an excursion into God's vision for His local San Diego County church community, and we're going to give you uh, some insights on one vision that He's given as a pastor in particular in Escondido area, and uh, you're going to be, you're going to marvel at. Uh, at uh, some of the insights that God gave him to uh, change the look of what uh, church is all about because it's no longer a a singular in, in investment. It's now preparing for the massive influx of people that God is stirring to come into the kingdom. I want you to meet a brand new Brand new best friend, Tim Spivey, Pastor Tim Spivey of the New Vintage Church in Escondido. Well hey, said. Well said. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having me on, Kaz. What a great show this is to just kind of anybody who's taken the opportunity to share uh, all the good things that are going on in this area because God's moving in all the churches all over the place. Yes, and even outside of the churches. Yeah, and, absolutely. And part of this absolutely. is going to be about our conversation because he, he stirred you to go not only have a, a church mentality, but a revised church mentality, but also the whole body of Christ mentality and also uh, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. He's given you big pieces of that. We're excited to have you share that with the listening friends that we have on Come Together mm. San Diego. Okay, I guess we start at the beginning. Hey, would that be advantageous to do? Sure. Let me, My friends, let me start out with a scripture in Proverbs 8. Uh, verse 12. And this says that God gives knowledge of witty inventions. And one of the things he's doing in these last days, he's stirring his believers. We're, we're talking San Diego County now, but he's stirring his believers in San Diego County to do things a little differently than they've done before. It's kind of like they were wearing their training wheels and he's saying, okay, well, you've done the training wheels thing. It's time to take those training wheels off and let's see what this baby can do. And this baby means you listening to God's Holy Spirit and look out world. So Tim, let's start. I'm going to use that as a, the springboard for you. Why don't you jump on in and, and tell us the early uh, strategies that he be, began pouring in your heart as uh, not long ago, but let's bring us up to speed. Tim. Yeah, sure. Uh, New Vintage Church in Escondido, we started in 2011. And uh, through, I guess, one miracle of God, we, we were lucky enough that the church, I guess I should say blessed enough, uh, God blessed us with um, the church that was, was in the building that we were renting at the time. We were leasing a space on Sunday night. Uh, they uh, had some difficulties and they ended up dissolving and giving us the facility that they were in. My, my. And that really became kind of, I think, the first piece of it. I kind of internally, and some of our folks that are listening to this might be hearing this for the first time, actually, how all this actually yes. came together. Um, but that was kind of the beginning of, okay, God's really up to something special yeah. here. So, so this gave you a sense that God's in the mix here oh, yeah. and he definitely wants your success 
with him alongside of you. And so that was kind of one of the first, it's kind of like Israel carrying the ark. They had to go through the Jordan River and somebody had to take that first step. Once you took that first step, he began blessing it. And here we are. Yeah. And that was, that was less than a year after we started. Uh-huh. In fact, it was less than six months after we launched. So yes. it was one of those things that you just go, wow, okay. Um, thank you, God. Now just lead us forth. And so, you know, that then led us, you know, into building remodels and building this and building that. Um, and I think over the next, you know, I don't know, four or five years, I think we got kind of stuck or just as churches do sometimes. Yes. Uh, and I think we uh, it wasn't intentional or anything like that. Uh, but uh, those of us who are on the staff team began praying, God, what's the next step? Is there a next step? Is this it? You have something else you want to do. And uh, and so then I think when you get when you open your yourself up like that yes. to the Holy Spirit's leading, uh, you have to be patient. You have to wait. Uh, and sometimes. Um, Come on, preach it, preacher. Well, what I'm trying to say is I think I think sometimes there are a lot of visions that come by. Yes. And uh, there's something there that, that you kind of go, all right, maybe I'm going to go pursue that and just kind of lay some fleece out over here and see. Um, this was not a, uh, a Damascus Road kind of thing where only one thing. Yes. There was a star that shone in the east over this particular place. <laughs> and, and even then, it took um, several people around me, wise counselors, all of that to, to, you know, test and vet the kinds of things that... Um, you know, th- that go into a vision Absolutely. like this. Absolutely. So uh, I, it would be, um, I, I don't think it would be fair to say that the whole thing was, was mine. No, it, I, it was yeah, not. Exactly. And, and, and some of it is a little presumptuous. We need to be listening to God and just move forward into sure. that. And then he, th- one of the ways is he begins showing you things. As soon as you take that first step, he gives, okay, here's the next step and here's the next step and here's the next step. And all of a sudden you see that he's unfolded this wonderful vision and we're calling this wonderful vision, the new vintage church, maybe point two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, 2.0, 3.0, I, I don't know. This is way, this is in some ways a, a big step Yes. Uh, for our church in a whole bunch of different, almost every way you can imagine. What I would like to do, Tim, and you can help me do this as we do this show, is what I like to do is instead of having just an interview about a certain pastor and their church, I like to broaden the tent sure. pegs on this and say, God wants to do the same thing with you. Uh, Tim Spivey is an illustration of what he wants to do with you. It could be uh, a business that God wants you to expand or your church environment that he wants you to expand or a- anything, any of your personal uh what do you call hobbies or anything else like that? He wants you to expand in, on these. As you hear Tim talk about this, I want you to be able to personalize this and say, hey, God can do something similar for me as well. So we've got about three three minutes or so left in this segment. What do you want to talk about as far as to set the stage? Because we've got a lot of things sure, to talk sure, about, sure. many um, different facets. Yeah, we've got very, very um, a very unique church. I yes. think that was a piece of it. I think it was uh, God setting us up to all come together at the right time. I think God gave us favor with people in our city yes. uh, that we're going to be in the position of making some of the decisions. I think um, our people were ready at the yes. time. And so all of those things kind of came together right in his perfect timing uh, to lead us to where we are. So I guess to set the stage for the next segment, um, long story short, when I was a little boy, I used to come to Escondido. My parents had a timeshare at the Welk Resort in Escondido. I can remember as a little boy walking up and down Grand Avenue, going to the restaurants in Escondido. I had no idea I was going to come back and be a pastor there. I grew up in Long Beach, California. We would come down here. 
on vacation. On vacation. And uh, and then, sure enough, uh, you know, I would walk by that, that theater, which has kind of sporadically been open and closed mm-hmm. over the years and has been shut down for a long period of time. And uh, the name of the theater is the... The, the, Ritz, the Ritz Theater. Theater. Yeah. And it's on... It's on Grand Avenue. Grand Avenue. Uh, so it's right in the thick of oh, things, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, right where they do Cruising Grand, the big car rally there in Escondido <laughs> every Friday night between uh, April and through all the way through September. Thousands and thousands of people every single Friday night. Right. Uh, it ends right there at the corner of Juniper and Grand. Uh, so in other words, they can do this and then they can just come into the service. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I mean, they could. If we had something on, for them on Friday nights, they could. Um, no telling what God might whisper in your yeah, ear. Yeah, but I mean, I can. It was an amazing theater in its day. Uh, big screen. Hollywood people used to come down there. It yes. had the first motion activated water fountain uh, in the United States, I'm told. And it had a laser that you can, you know, we still got the fountain. Uh, you know, you stick your head in a laser beam would notice that your head was there and it would it would turn on. Uh, Yeah, there were just some really neat things about it. Uh, So it's uh, 80 years old, uh, 81 years old at this point. My, my, my. You know, we're going to talk in the next uh, uh, segment about how one activates uh, the church component. Now, so kind of the overview here, you've got a variety of different functions going on within this uh, Ritz Theater. Part of it is actually a church environment. Oh, sure. And then you have some a theater component going on. Yep. And some business things yep. and other thing, other surprise things that you're going to share with us yeah, on the show, yeah. too. So uh, kind of the in the next minute we have before we have to go to the break, kind of give the overview of what when somebody walks into the Ritz Theater, a.k.a. New Vintage Church, what are they going to see? And and then we'll use that to tease for the next segment. Well, there's going to be some amazing things. Basically, what it's going to end up being, we bought the building adjacent to it as well. So the Ritz will be restored to kind of its former glory, so to speak. It'll look a little bit different on the inside. There's a lot of things that have to be updated and such. Next to it, we're rebuilding that building. We tore it down and are building a two-story building with a rooftop lounge, actually, on the top of oh, it. Oh, great. Yeah, and so on the first floor, you'll have uh, kind of a coffee house cafe kind of thing. Um, it, you've got space for kids, second floor... I'll, we're running out of time, so I'll tell you in the next segment, <laughs> good brother. There's so much to say. <laughs> it's really hard to be concise. I know. And see, I, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I told Pastor uh, Tim, uh, he's going to be surprised how quickly these segments go. And he's being so obedient to the clock. Thank you for that. <laughs> My listening friend, uh, we've just begun Tim Spivey, pastor of New Vintage Church. But it's not church as usual. God has given him a vision to transform a property into something that is uh, multifaceted and this we want this to be an inspiration for you because with the, the your same old same old God wants to blow on it and make it multifaceted beyond your imagination. So Tim, stay with us for the entire hour because you got many more things to share as my co-host. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Pastor Tim and Kaz will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 12:10. K praise more. Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. I am back indeed. So here's what happened before before I got on, back on live. I just finished drinking a drink, and I go, I wonder if I can make that shot. And, you know, I'm, I don't ask me to be on your team at basketball because I missed it by a billion miles. I said, well, I have time. Nothing go, but rim. <laughs> That's what you got. <laughs> Nothing but rim. <laughs> Nothing but rim and floor. No, no <laughs> swish sounds whatsoever. I'm here with Tim Spivey. He's the pastor of New Vintage Church in Escondido. And he's got a, God's given him a new vision 
for doing church, doing church differently, just as he is giving you a vision, my listening friend, of doing life differently. He's given you the, he's equipped you. Now he says, you know, I want you to use each one of these facets and let's see where this goes. I got big plans to you, but also big plans through you. Tim, before we go any further in this uh, segment, we're talking about the new vintage church. Why don't you give an, an, an address where people can go to find out more. So maybe even while they're listening, they can check out their smartphone or something. Sure. Like that. Uh, if you'd like to, you can go to newvintagesd.org for, uh, that's the church's website and you can find everything there, sermons, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and more information about the church. And then on virtually every social media outlet, uh, there, it does have its own website. We call it the grand project. It's kind of, uh, it's the street and it's grand. So no, it's both I, of those things, that. uh, the org, yes. uh, you, and you can uh, log on there or follow us on all the social media media accounts and keep up to date with everything that's going on there. How yes. God's blessing. Yes. And I'm going to, I'm going to key off the phrase uh, grand project because a lot of times God gives you an idea or a thought and you go, this is grand. This is fantastic. But there's a process that goes from the original vision to the point where he says, now launch it. And let's talk a little bit about the, the difference between the original vision, which is wonderful and exalting. But then uh, God says, I want you to look at it from my perspective, and that changes things a bit. So why don't you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, uh, I had a number of wise counselors kind of uh, praying with me, and and we were looking at this together. I um, was blessed enough to be able to get inside the Ritz, which was hard. That was very difficult. A lot of, it had been shut down for yes. a long, long time. Yes, the Ritz uh, Theater. Yeah, in on, Escondido on, Grand, on Avenue, Grand Avenue, just off the corner of Grand and Juniper. Yes. And uh, so when I walked inside, it's a much larger inside than you would think. And you, an enormous movie screen. And it sat, I think it was 878 people inside, which is very, very large for a movie house. Mm-hmm. And uh, it looks like maybe you'd see a couple hundred from the outside. And I walked in there, saw it was far bigger. And I called a friend of mine who's a, uh, one of those, he used to be a Disney Imagineer, great brother in the Lord. Uh, and I said, you got to come down here and check this out. And so he came down and we walked all around downtown Escondido. We prayed together. Uh, we did some dreaming. And he says, you need to buy the building next to it. Uh, which, of course, was a problem because I didn't even know how we'd buy the first one, much less the <laughs> second one. Uh, and so uh, we ended up um, walking in to the there was an Arthur Murray dance studio there on the corner and asking for the owner's information. And we contacted him. And the next thing you know, uh, we started dreaming about what we could do there. And so we had what we thought was a compelling vision. But just because you have vision doesn't mean you're going to be able to, to execute the vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got the church that that has to really feel like, hey, this is something God's leading us toward. You've got the city. These are both historic buildings. They're both zoned they, uh, uh, against religious use, actually, rather specifically. Really? Uh, they were, um, they were um, you know, on a main, I mean, the main old downtown road of, of Escondido. And so naturally, you can assume that, that it's going to be difficult. People with a lot um, deeper pockets than us and a lot more influence than we have uh, have tried to do great things yes, and have yet, not been able to, to do it. Yet, yet, yet the Ritz Theater was vacant for many years. It was. So do the math on that. It was. It was. And so basically what, what we felt like God was leading us toward was a scenario where uh, the city of Escondido really needed to find its next step. And mm-hmm. we were looking to take our next step. And so we asked God to give us a vision that we thought uh, would allow us both to do the same thing at the same time. Yes. And so this really became the result of that prayer and God saying, I think, kind of um, through all sorts of different ways, try this. So we, that's what we've done. We've tried to put something together 
that will allow us to be faithful to the mission God's called us to and allow our church to continue to grow and flourish and at the same time be a blessing to the city by defibrillating that dilapidated corner that has just been an eyesore for years. <laughs> Say that again. Uh, defibrillated. <laughs> I, I don't know a better word for no, it. I it like really that. is, um, has been dead for quite some time. Our former building was on the corner of Jun- was Juniper and 13th. We were just uh, down the way about 13 blocks. I love it. And there's, the scripture, of course, is resurrection of the dead. You're, you, what you, <laughs> you're, you're, you're showing off one of God's main characters, and that is resurrection of the dead. So actually, everybody drive, driving down Grand Avenue, and they go, ooh, it looks like, uh, looks like this theater is uh, being resurrected. And then mm-hmm. they come in and ask you, let me tell you about the resurrection. <laughs> yeah, when I would go down there, and, and I have so many friends that, that run restaurants or they, they have businesses down there. And, and you could just sense that, that they were really wanting something new to come in and bring new life to that street. I knew from talking to uh, other officials in the city and things like that, that was there. Um, the church, I think, was ready to take its next step. But then there's the, okay, we got to dovetail all this together. Exactly. What and, does that look like? Uh, yeah. So basically what, what it turned into was uh, a vision to create um, a, a, a complex, essentially, that will be a multi-use arts complex. The church will use it for its purposes on the weekends for worship and any other time that we need to. Uh, but it will be uh, open all the time, uh, right there in the middle of everything. And we're going to put... Uh, right there on the corner of Juniper and Grand, kind of a cafe coffee house thing that's open all the time. Uh, so, so right, almost like right in, right in the, in front of everybody's vision as they walk past or drive past. There's this cafe. Yeah, and then uh, the Ritz Theater's right, right next to uh-huh. it. Um, so we'll restore the Ritz, and that'll be used for everything from concerts to films, uh, worship on the weekends for us, uh, and a whole bunch of other things. But, but really, the the difference is in this, I think, compared to other things that I've been a part of over the years is it kind of flips the paradigm. The normal paradigm is, okay, you go, you build a church building and then they you try spend to your time. Other you, things. Well, and you try to invite the community to come in. Yes. This is kind of the opposite your mentality. You're, you're building a building that the community really can use and wants to be in all the time. Then my job is to get the church to show up, which is a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> it should be easier. I yeah, should well, say. It should be. <laughs> uh, and that then they can come in. And so really um, the vision behind it is uh, I tell people, this is, this is something we hope will be like the house in the neighborhood that everybody wants to hang out in. Yes. Uh, and so everybody's in there together, kind of in this village concept. And um, the church is called on to be the church. And um, I'm trying to help our folks not really think of it as a church building in the classic sense. Uh, we are a church, but the church is the people and not the building. So uh, we are the people of God in that place. And, and we come in, we do our stuff there. We worship the Lord there. Um, but at the same time, everybody's going to be welcome in here. Yeah. So uh, regardless of their faith background, uh, whatever, you're welcome to walk through the doors of this place. You can hang out in here. Uh, and so we'll have on the corner, that building, first floor will be primarily the cafe coffee house and things devoted to children, particularly with regards it. to the arts. Uh, it'll be children's ministry space for us on the weekends, but it'll be open all the time for dancing, theater, all that kind of stuff. Uh, the second floor will have office space on one side, and then on the other side will be stuff for teens. Yes. Um, so we'll have a little black box theater there where the teens can do their uh, worship stuff during the weeks. Uh, there'll be other things that go on in there. And then you'll have the rooftop lounge, which I actually think is, is at the end of the day, going to be one of the more unique features. I and, love that. And really be, um, there's only one other place that I'm aware of in Escondido that has any kind of rooftop space. And that's a restaurant named Ventana. 
and uh, it's a restaurant. That's so they do restaurant stuff there, and yeah. they they do occasionally they do some concerts and stuff. So we you know we're going to do all sorts of things on the roof there. That will be great. And so that vintage car rally sure. is going on. People can stand up on the roof and look down on oh, it if I they want. It. They can hang out up there and and do all of that. So you've got several venues coinciding one with another. You've got mm-hmm. the cafe. Uh, you've got the theater itself, but you're also going to use you have a you have a mentality for as an actual sanctuary environment too, or is that part? Well, yeah, I mean, on the weekends, basically, Saturday night it might have been used for a musical. I love it. Sunday morning we roll in and uh, we're ready to worship God in there, and then uh, maybe that afternoon or that evening it's used, you know, by somebody else for something else. I love that. But it's being used all the time. To me, that's good stewardship. It's good stewardship, and I think it, it it's it community pushes, awareness too. Yeah, and it, it and it helps our people. Um, really learn to be the people of God. I, I, I joke with them. I say, you know, this this whole thing's kind of a introvert's worst nightmare. I understand <laughs> because every time, you know, you're you're gonna um, you're gonna come in. You, you know, you're uh, every time I walk in, you know, it'll be quote unquote on. But what I'm trying to help our folks understand is, uh, it's not a you're not performing for anybody. Be yourself. That's good. Just be be a, a godly person. Um, wait for God to provide you opportunities for ministry. And learn to love people regardless of whether or not they ever convert or not. Learn to love them first and then see how God will catalyze the relationship as he sees fit. I love this. I I need to tell you, Tim, as you know, uh, some friends of mine actually turned me on to what God's vision for you was was, uh, Wayne and Chris Clark. uh, They're great people. They they have a a ministry outreach. It's not a church church, but it's a kind of a ministry outreach called His Dwelling Place. And when you talk about building an environment where people just like to come and gravitate, Wayne and Chris Clark, I've known them for many, many, many years. Mm -hmm. They were one of the people in this this housing development every kid because they have had several kids of their own every kid in the entire you know within a quarter mile half mile area this they would gravitate there at all times of the day and night because there were, actually what it was was the spirit of god was there and what you're, you what you're doing and it's no surprise that Wayne and Chris Clark esteem you so highly because you're one of those kind of guys that other people can gravitate around too but i think what you what what i'm hearing is god you want to give god the 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 latitude to create an environment through the vision that causes other people to just gravitate to this location. And it also includes some business components as well. We'll talk about that in another section as well. Sure. So how about a 30-second encouragement to the listeners uh, about um, what God is doing in their life and make themselves a magnet for other people as well? Yeah, in Acts 17, which really became kind of the, the biblical basis for this model, um, Paul's in Athens, and instead of running away from Athens and being scared and just getting mad that there's idolatry, uh, you know, he gets, he's he's clearly um, stirred by it. Yes. But instead of doing it, he dives in and he engages people. And, um, you know, text says there in Acts 17, 27, he's talking about um, his purpose was for the nations to seek after God and perhaps feel their way toward him and find him, though he is not far from any one of us. Ooh. Oh, He's yes. not far from any one of us. I love that. Yes. And so we're just trying to create that environment where with the assumption that God is trying to reach everybody and where there is this conduits and, and it's not to be uh, phony that we're not, we're not trying to build relationships with people as some sort of just automatic means to an end. We think they've got their love by God in their own way. Yes. God loves them. He knows them. He knows every hair on their head. And, uh, but we are, we have been put in this time in this place to sure. be, um, to do the outreach work that he's given us to do in that place. Absolutely. And no condemnation. Come in as you are and let's see what God does through this environment. We're, we have our co-host in this hour, Tim Spivey, pastor of the New Vintage Church. 
and the name of the church is longer lasting than the actual original structure. That's going away, and and the Ritz Theater in Escondido is on Grand Avenue. Yes. This is being renovated for God stuff. And this is not only God's stuff for a specific church environment that Tim has, but also for a community environment and other believers can come in as well. And I'll tell you what, this is kind of cutting edge on on biblical strategy because the fields are ripe and white and ready for harvest. We need to be ready for something beyond our preconceived notions of what a church is mm-hmm. to see what happens. Yes. So Pastor Tim Spivey and I are going to talk more about this in the next segments. Buckle up because some of the things we're going to share are going to speak to you and the vision he's given you as well as Tim Spivey and I come right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K Praise. Don't just listen to it, be a part of it at 866 577 2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K Praise. This is Rob Stark, pastor of Lampladder Revival Center. There is a time and a season we're entering right now where the new wine is being released and we all get to drink of it. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Hi, my friends. I'm back, but I'm not alone. Oh, no. I have my co. Um, co-host for this hour, Tim Spivey, also known as, pay attention, Pastor Tim Spivey. (laughs) I know how that works. And uh, the church that God has uh, uh, invited him to be at the helm of is called the New Vintage Church. And the New Vintage Church is going through transitions in a very, very good way because God has given uh, Pastor Tim a vision for this that really has to do with his community in Escondido, but also right in the on uh, on the main street, uh, uh, Grand uh, Grand a- Grand Avenue, Grand, Grand yeah. Avenue uh, where there. If you're familiar with Grand Avenue, if you're up in Escondido, there's a theater right there, and it's in the past has become run down. It's playing 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 new running uh, uh, movies. It's become a running run down instead and so what god wants to do is to take things and this is this is kind of a nice analogy for you he takes you when when you feel like you're run down or missing the mark and he wants to renovate and restore you as well so what you're going to be seeing on grand avenue is a, a restoration or a resurrection that is illustrative of the resurrection that god wants in you and so I've been kind of using double entendres here throughout the show with with Pastor Tim, and he's born with me. He's he's gone, gone along with me on this, and I appreciate you putting up with me there, Pastor Tim. <laughs> well, so, thank you. It, well, we, it's a pleasure, actually. <laughs> well, the truth of the matter is, sometimes we feel like our vision or our life is long past its years, and sometimes God wants us to get to that point because he goes, now you're ready for my intervention. And so I believe that God is he's saying to you and your vision for the, 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 the new vintage church, it's time for me to take the reins completely on this, and let me show you what we can do together. And, you know, it's a thrilling ride, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been the wildest experience of my entire, I've been in ministry 23 years, I think yes. it is, and um, this has been the most meaningful uh, 
white knuckle kind of experience <laughs> I've ever been a part of. Yes, yes, yes. So let's talk a little bit about one of the other, other components. I, I, I love the idea about the cafe deal, and I also love the idea about during the weekdays and other time frames having the theater be a theater, and it could be not only a theater for a motion picture kind of stuff, but it can be a theater for performances and things like that as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We're, we're very excited uh, to open that up. You know, Escondido is very quietly a pretty great arts town Yes, uh, here. They've got that beautiful, big, beautiful center for the arts where we actually have our services right now temporarily yeah. on Sundays. Uh, but it is also, you know, there are tons of community theater groups, especially youth theater groups. My daughters are very active uh, in the theater scene, which is part of why I think, again, sometimes God directs your life in a particular way, sure. allows you to build relationships and sparks imagination in certain ways. Uh, so there'll be uh, youth theater stuff going on, adult theater stuff going on, concerts, films, uh, all sorts of things going on in there. And our hope is that every time anybody's going up and down that street or whenever they uh, think about what they're going to do on the weekend or, or whatever. They go, oh, we're just going on over at the Ritz this weekend. And they and they look. Like so it's it. going to maintain its original name. Um, you know, one of the one of the things that will was challenging uh, in some ways was thinking through, OK, how do we um, how do we actually help this? Can we can we chew gum and walk at the same time? <laughs> can we be a church and do this at the same time? It won't bear our name in any fixed way, which for a lot of church people uh, is very unnerving. But so, in other words, there's no uh, signage marquee that that has you know the name not of the permanently church, new vintage. Now there'll be a digital be- marquee that's there, uh, and there'll be a lot of opportunities for us to get our name out there. Sure. But uh, that's part of the thing that I think uh, part of the flavor of what we're trying to do is create an environment where uh, the church certainly feels welcome there, but it isn't something that um, uh, is a prerequisite for you being able to walk into that sure. environment. Now, let me ask you a question about there. There are a lot of other believers in Escondido. Escondido is a wonderful place where uh, the faith is strong. So, so are you saying that you're you, you part of your vision is to take the an actual rich theater itself and make it available for other Christian groups and things like that to do things as well? Well, sure, but it's not. I mean, again, the design of it is really not to say, OK, we're going to open it up for just Christian stuff. There's yes. going to be. You know, just regular community theater groups using it. There's going to be a coffeehouse cafe there that's going to be run as an actual coffeehouse cafe. And again, the idea is kind of Act 17, Town Square. Sure. Uh, We're not going to do the idolatry thing like like is there in Act 17. (laughs) But but the vision behind it, that God is really seeking after people. Yes. And our job is to, if God blesses us with that precious opportunity to be in proximity to them, Mm -hmm. then we want to honor that by loving them the way that we think Jesus would love them. And giving them the opportunity and the invitation to to come check it out. I love it. And uh, if you come to New Vintage or you want to go online and listen to sermons, I mean, we're pretty traditional in what we teach. We uh, we we have contemporary music and things like that, but we are not um, we're not just way out in left field as a church. We're, yes. we're pretty. Uh, right down the middle of the fairway in terms of Christian teaching. Yes. And uh, very committed to teaching the scripture on a weekly basis um, as we think God wanted to be taught. But I do think that relationship piece, which most churches, I think um, most is too strong. What I mean is some churches yes. are, are are not ruthlessly committed to being in relationship and loving people first. Uh, and I think when you when you commit yourself to doing that first, uh, God will catalyze the relationships as he sees fit. Yes. And you'll end up with a lot of opportunities there, and it will bring favor to the name of Jesus in the community, yes. which is exactly what, what happened. And I didn't realize it at the time. I think God often is working, and you just aren't aware because it didn't fit your script, yes. or you didn't even notice how he was working in certain things. And for us, we were building relationships 
all over the community, up and down the block. I mean, we know owners of breweries and pubs and yes. and restaurants and things just from, hey, our kids play soccer together. Hey, our, you know, and, and um, by just simply being good friends to people. Yes. Um, when it came time for us to make this move in and for the city council to, to consider, I love it too. Um, you know, saying yes to this, which they did unanimously. Yes. Uh, that, that's a major miracle a, in oh, of itself, oh, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> and, um, you know, that, that at that point, you know, it, it was very much the case that, uh, half that room was full of people that did not. And, and the people that, that spoke to the council commending the project were not people of faith, yes. but they still think they that saw the vision that they saw the value they did. They saw the value brought to the community. And I think there was some trust in the people of our church, yes. which had been earned over a I long period of time, even though we've only been in existence eight years. Yes. You know, I, I want to give a, a, there's a scripture that talks about if you want to have friends, you must show yourself friendly. And this is exactly what you're saying. You're not saying you have to, uh, you have to do all these different things before you qualify for my friendship. It's being basically as Jesus having open arms. And as the person comes with the open arms and all of a sudden it's a safe place for a person to come. And all of a sudden, if it's a safe place, they realize that, uh, they can, uh, show pieces of their life and lifestyle uh, vulnerably and uh, allow somebody who's trustworthy to be able to invest and intercede on their behalf. And it changes the whole dynamic, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. And I I do think that to do something like this, the church has to be a good fit for it. Exactly. Um, And God uses all different kinds of churches with different, uh, you know, ministries and ways of doing things. Um, But I felt like our church particularly was a good fit for this because we have a pretty... uh, extroverted kind uh, group of people. A lot of them have come to Christ fairly recently. So they're, they're not scared of unchurched people because that's most of their friends. Um, And so when they, they heard the concept, not universally, but, but pretty close all just said, yeah, that's us. Let's do it. This is what God's calling us to. Let's go. Let's give a a couple of the website information, piece of information right now, Tim Spivey, pastor of new vintage church. And then uh, we'll, we'll, talk a little bit about what's going to go on the next segment, and then we'll rock and roll. So website information. Uh, NewVintageSD.org is our church website, and you can go there. You can get information on the church, uh, where we meet, all that good stuff, as well as sermons. And then GrandProject.org, you can log on there. And also any uh, social media outlet, pretty much you can think of. The Grand Project has its own stuff. So if you want to sign up or just follow it online, you can see all the updates and pictures and stuff as it comes out. Yes. And we've been talking about a lot of different components here. We've got a cafe. We've got a theater. We've got an actual uh, functioning church environment as well. But there's also a business dynamic I'd like to talk about in the next segment because we're not done yet because God's not done with us yet. So Pastor Tim Spivey of New Vintage Church and the newly being renovated Ritz uh, Rich Theater. Uh, we're going to talk more about that, but it's going to be an, an analogy of what God can do with you and maybe help you sharpen your vision for his plans for you in the future as well. So Tim Spivey and I and you, we will all be right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor, FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Praise. And guess what? We're back. And I have a, a brand new best friend, Tim Spivey. He's, <laughs> he's the pastor of New Vintage Church. And I love people who are visionaries, Tim, and you are one. 
And thank you. You know, you, my friend, you may not know it, but you're a visionary too. It may not be in a, in the dynamics of you hear other people that are doing these miraculous things, but God has miraculous things for you that are as revolutionary, but it's based on your character. And uh, when he starts whispering that in your ear, you need to be receptive and say, okay, well, what does this look like? And as Tim illustrated it, as he is uh, vesting and investing in the New Vintage Church, the Rich Theater, you have certain thoughts and it's, you know, it's kind of like you get a whole bunch of stuff and then you start, uh, God helps you fine tune them out. And, uh, and then all of a sudden you have the pure vision and God says, or even when you're in, in the process of getting that vision, he goes, make the first steps and let's see what happens. So Tim uh, has done that and is doing that. And so we've talked a lot about some of the earlier other components, Tim, of this new uh, vintage church. And by the way, I love new vintage. This is a whole, you know, we talk about new wineskins and everything else, but you can't have, there's no need for new wineskins unless you have a new vintage or a new new wine to, to, to be able to put it in. So I, I love the, the, the whole idea of the new vintage church in Escondido. So we talked about a number of other things, Tim. Let's talk a little bit more about the the business component. You want to make this a an environment where you can really introduce the arts and and you know you can introduce uh, film and performances and things like that and and invite other businesses to partake in this. Why don't you give us kind of the broader brushstroke here in this, and then we'll see where the Lord takes us in our last uh, segment of this hour. Sure, uh, we we really believe in the power of partnerships. Um, and I think sometimes churches think automatically that whether it's the city or whether it's other groups in the community that maybe don't have a distinctly uh, spiritual mission vision that God may not have a, a possibility for us to be able to um, to partner in those kind of ways. But the parable of the talents and other things teach me that we if we can do more together than we can apart, then it might be wise for us to do that. And so we found some pretty uh, unlikely partners in this. And uh, to watch how God has worked through those partnerships, arts organizations, for instance, yes. uh, even the city, because the church has a lot to offer the city. And I think if we're willing to stop and say, OK, how can we bless the city? Uh, the city generally responds well to that. I like it. Yes, <laughs> and if yes. God can use us in a powerful way to help bless the city and we're willing to do that and take steps to do that, then we can expect that he'll bless us in return. I love that. But, uh, but we go with our hands open uh, to offer that stuff out freely. Yes. And so uh, over the course of time, I mean, I could, I could, if we had another hour, I could tell you all the different <laughs> ways that he's worked in those yes. ways, but it really has been staggering uh, to watch how he's put us in proximity to people that have really become great friends and we've helped one another take the next step for mm-hmm. organizations uh, organizationally and things like that. Uh, we have a program that we're putting together, for instance, uh, we hope it'll take full fruition where we can give underprivileged kids that maybe can't afford to do the, the types of things that um, maybe you and I or our kids could, could do music lessons, arts sure. lessons from really good, capable people and to be able to pr- provide those for those, those kids there to give them opportunities Um you know, the theater community is all over that. Absolutely love to be able to do that. We would love to see that happen, too. Uh, the way that we do children's ministry uh, in our church, for instance, there, there's a great co-op between a potential partnership there in terms of, OK, can we can we reimagine how children's ministry can be done in a church where uh, children, for instance, become uh, producers of art rather than consumers of it? So exactly. maybe as you're learning the story of Moses, you're actually um, you're, you're you're immersing yourself in the story and you're able to help. Uh, interpret that uh, back so that you're learning. I mean, it's really getting down into the marrow 
um, of your soul and how you learn it. It's not just simply a classroom setting. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but the question is, is there another level we can, we can, we can go to where we're, uh, whether it's children's ministry, youth ministry, whatever, go to the next level and, and finding kind of unusual partners in some of this stuff I has been it. amazing. So what's the next step here? You've got a lot of things going on. Uh, are, are you going to just, are you going to be able to open everything at the same time? Unlikely. You're probably going to do this periodically in different sections. And, and what's that going to look like, Tim? Well, uh, the Ritz is actually going to be done uh, sooner than the other building will be, but we need both to work together in so order for us to be able to. you're talking about the cafe? To, yeah. Yeah. The, uh-huh. the, the, the most of the square footage is not the Ritz. It's the other building and a lot of the fixtures and things like that that you need to be able to open. We did a lot, Ty, so it's one property. Uh-huh. Uh, and and so uh, at the end of the day, we're hoping that uh, the whole thing will be open in the spring uh, this coming year. So we've probably got um, less than six months left in our current situation before we go ahead and we enter the uh, proverbial promised land, so to speak. So and, you say six months? Uh, uh, we think it's less than that. Uh-huh. It could be less than that. Yeah. Uh, and so, so this is exciting. Yeah. This is exciting. Yeah. My, my, my friend, can you imagine this? You know, you've driven, if you've driven uh, down uh, Grand Avenue and there's that... Uh, eyesore rich theater over there and now all of a sudden it's, you're going to see a new facelift on that and you're going to see things on the marquee you're going to mm-hmm. it's going to draw attention to what God is doing in this area and uh, really encourage you to realize that this renovation is an illustration of a, a renovation he wants to do in you but it's also actually doing some community things in uh, Escondido that are going to make the the city council happy that are going to make the residents happy and going to make the Lord happy. Mm-hmm. Gotta love this. Amen. The business owners down there are excited for it because they know that they're going to have feet on the sidewalks all the time. I love it. Um, and so helping, helping the restaurant owners and the shop owners and everybody down there uh, where maybe it had gotten a little bit vacant. Now they know that they're going to be, so new businesses are moving in. I love it. Um, you know, so that whole area of the town is getting, uh, is experiencing renewal already and we haven't even opened yet. Yes, yes, yes. Well, uh, uh, thank you for allowing me to, to draw this as an analogy for what other people are going through. And it's so true. Uh, a lot of people have had things that they've, that are kind of like the, the rich uh, marquee and everything else that is kind of a little bit dilapidated. And you go, is this the end of the vision right here? And it, it certainly is not. It certainly is not. In fact, God has plans for this or that are even beyond your imagination. You just kind of have to open yourself up and see what he whispers in your ear. Mm. And this is something that you've experienced, isn't it? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, probably like I never have before. Uh, amazing. And my friend, if you're you're willing to enter into that same area like you've never experienced before, I can tell you this is the time. God's kids are going to need to be his kids more than ever before because you're going to need to be a, a shining light for God and his character. How else do you think uh, that you can be a magnet for what people of need to come in? And so, Tim, I, I really bless you for that. I think, I think you know, Kaz, if I, if, for your listeners out there that maybe, whether they're individuals or they're other pastors of churches, yes. um, my hope is that they might be willing to pray a new prayer of just, God, uh, help me be fearless and give me a vision that, uh, and point me in the right direction and then give me the trust to know that you're going to illumine the way I like as it. I go. Now I'm going to hear, now that you said that, see you open, open the mouth Uh-oh. and I'm going to take advantage of this. I'm going to ask you as we close this section in this hour to actually pray that prayer uh, on behalf of all the listeners that God just quickens this vision, related vision into their hearts and minds as well. It can be to pastors and it can be a prayer to parishioners or people that don't even know the Lord. God has a plan. So uh, take a minute or so and, and pray. Would you be so kind? Kind of to pray that prayer to the listening 
body of Christ in San Diego County, Pastor Tim Spivey of New Vintage Church? I'd love to. Uh, Father, for everybody listening, whether they're a pastor or just a follower of Jesus, Father, uh, we want to pray for courage. We know that your Holy Spirit is not a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-discipline. So we ask, Father, that your Holy Spirit embolden your church, uh, wherever they may be found. And Father, you know where they are. Give them vision. Give them courage. uh, Give them stamina and strength. And help them to think big because however big they think they can think, it's not, <laughs> that is not anywhere close to where you can take uh, the vision that you've got for the cities they live in, for the families uh, that they're a part of. And so, Lord, I, I pray for courage for your church. We live in times that are full of anxiety. Uh, and, Father, may you bring peace and clarity of thought and vision uh, in these times. We pray this in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen. And Tim Spivey and I say amen. Tim Spivey, pastor of New Vintage Church in Escondido and the Ritz Theater. Keep an eye out as you drive by on uh, Grace, I'm, I'm sorry, Grand Avenue. There you're seeing renovations. But let this be a message to you. God wants to renovate your life as well, and he is available at an instant's notice. All you have to say is, "I'm here I am, Lord. And he will say, ah, it's about time. Let me tell you what I can do through you. It's amazing. Tim Spivey, thank you for joining us. My listening friend, I'm going to be back because in the next segment, uh, Hannah Ford and I are going to visit the David's Tent at the Del Mar Fairgrounds from the studio. We've got people seated throughout the the Worship and Praise 72-hour venue to tell us what's going on there. God's on the move in San Diego County, including Escondido and including New Vintage Church and the Ritz Theater. Tim, thanks for joining me on this first hour. Amen. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. My listening friends, I'll be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. KPRZ, San Marcos, Poway, and K29CR, Encinitas. FM 106.1, North County, AM 1210, San Diego. K-Praise. I'll tell the world. Come Together San Diego with Cash Taylor on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. I'll tell the world, world, world. <sighs> Hello, my friends. <laughs> I hope you sense that Holy Spirit wants to have His way to and through you. And oftentimes, He communicates that through the music He has you listening to. You're hearing some... Musical renderings from a sweet friend, Hannah Ford, Hannah Ford de Alessandro, but her husband is is not in the studio with us today, so I can call you Hannah Ford, can't I? Yeah, actually, (laughs) he calls me that too. (laughs) (laughs) So Hannah Ford and I have been friends for quite some time, and and she's a worshiper, and that's one of the things that made me drawn so close to her, but a lot of people know her, and they invite her to different music venues because she's a worshiper and they say here Hannah sing what God has given you on your heart and all of a sudden things change my listening friend uh, Hannah and I spent some time at uh, David's tent so far have we not yeah it's been awesome and what did we experience worship community (laughs) presence of God joy yes getting up in the middle of the night thank you for joining me on my set (laughs) yes yes so Hannah and I Hannah invited me on her set and I said okay what time is the set she goes 2 40 (laughs) a.m. and I said that's exactly right and so because I know sometimes in the small hours of the morning is where God really uh, can really 
go straight to the heart. Yeah. And Hannah, you and I have done this in Washington, D.C. during Mm the uh, 24-hour worship and praise at the the other David's tent there and uh, remarkable things. So do you have any just insight on what people are are going to experience if they happen to go or have gone uh, to David's tent here in San Diego? And it's happening through Sunday, I think about 6 or 6.30 p.m. on Sunday. So all all, uh, tomorrow is functioning as well. What are they going to see? What are they going to sense? They're going to sense um, people excited <laughs> to <laughs> yeah. come together to worship God. Yes. You know, it's not about hype. Like, we can have great bands and everything, but if you want to experience God, like, that's something between us and Him, right? Exactly. We have to position our hearts and be like, okay, God, you take away all the music, you take away all the fun atmosphere. And without God, it's it's actually not anything. But with that atmosphere yeah. and with a heart that is like, come, Holy Spirit, speak to me, Jesus, move in my life. And that's what it's about. It's all about connecting with him and worshiping him and blessing his heart. So we have a group of people that have been coming in. Some of these people are musicians that you would hear, uh, uh, you know, have al- albums that are actually out and doing extremely well nationally and even internationally. Some of these people, but also some of these people are just home grown people yeah <laughs> and, 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 and God has brought these people together with a common denominator of intimacy with God mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you see miraculous things happen and so Hannah and I have been through at David's tent beginning like it started Thursday I was there from Thursday on and I'll tell you what it's such a rambunctious is the word that comes to mind of people that are just rambunctious for the Lord <laughs> and fun. he loves it he, he absolutely does. loves it you know and what we're going to do on this show is we're going to visit David's tent we have phone calls so coming fun. in and we're going to ask people what they're seeing and what they're sensing there but before we do I thought maybe I'm going to I always you know I always put you on the spot you, yes. you know that I, I do <laughs> Lord Jesus bless Hannah What's on your heart right now? Just just a, just a minute or so of uh, musically what God is saying as far as we talk about coming to Him. Let Him hear your voice as you hear His. The Bible says that God inhabits the praises of Israel. God inhabits his, the praises of His people. Don't you want to have God inhabit your praise? Yes. That has to start with praise. My life be a continuous song. Let my life be a continuous song. My love and praise to you is my love and praise Can you 
you take me to another level. Third heaven time when you listen to, and you worship with Hannah Ford. Third heaven, instantly. And one of the things that we uh, realize as we visited and will continue to visit the David's tent, but not only in in uh, the Del Mar Fairgrounds, the San Diego County Fairgrounds right now through Sunday uh, evening. But every time you get gathered together with other people that are worshipers and praisers, you can expect God's intervention and perhaps even more so now than ever before because he has plans for his church. He has plans for you. And one way to make that that connection intimate is by worshiping and praising him. And all of a sudden, Hannah, sometimes you're just worshiping and praising and he may drop a theme or a new song. Isn't that sometimes what happens with you? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And we have it. And we have a, a, a conviction that God wants to do the same thing to you, my listening friend. Mm-hmm. I, I, we have, we're going to invite people to call in from the Del Mar Fairgrounds through, at David's Tent, and we're going to have them give some input as well. So Hannah's going to stop strumming, but I'm going to have her call. I'm going to call on her periodically to do this because the Holy Spirit is here and the anointing is here. And I want to introduce to you a, a friend as well who I uh, ran into at David's Tent. Uh, I believe it was uh, yesterday, and I said, please call in and tell us what God is doing to and through you through the worship and praise. I want you to meet Michelle. Michelle, are you on the line? Yes, I'm here, Cass. How are you? <laughs> so fine. It was so good to see you and your husband, Paul, and the other Paul, too, the birthday guy. It's good to have seen you guys in action. And uh, God is activating a lot of people here at the San Diego County Fairgrounds. Tell me what you see and have seen, uh, Michelle. Well, what's really special is each one of us is volunteering in a different area. So my husband's in the control center, and my son is uh, helping Rick with all kinds of little things that come up, and I'm on the driver's team. So we've all been able to get a very broad perspective of what's going on here at David's Tent. And I think we can all agree that um, we have really been looking forward to an event like this. We've had so many wells operating with one worship and the 24-7 burn and so forth. So all of that seems to have been watering the land, and this seems like the uh, beginning of a birthing from all of that work that's been done. Of the people that I've met here who are also volunteering, and there are people that have come from all over the United States, and even people from London are volunteering here, people who have never been to San Diego but have been to other David tents in uh, the U.K., and everybody's very excited about what's going on in San Diego and wanting to be a part of the birthing of this spiritual beginning of what's happening i've been asking i've been asking the people that i've been driving around what they feel is going on and what they're sensing through the event and um one lady that i spoke to from london said that she felt that it was uh being here in san diego what was going on was like a lot of different drums were coming together to create one sound but that it was up to us to continue to uh, water the seed that is planted from today. And um, I think people are just very full of anticipation of what God is doing through this event. Uh A lot of the volunteers that I've spoken with are sharing testimonies um, of how they've reached out to people in the past, like at Burning Man, um, with dream um, interpretation and prophesying. I love um, it. 
Yeah, yes. so it's been really great. Michelle, would you stay? Would you would you stay on the line even during the commercial break? I'm sure you have some more insights, and we're going to have other people calling in to the show as well. But would you be so kind to stay with us for a little bit at least into the next segment? But I want my listening friend. Here's the deal: I want you to be aware that God has identified San Diego County as a prototype city, and one of the ways that we are going to be a prototype city is to be willing to do new things on. With, uh, transform old strategies into new godly strategies. And music is one of those things. And Hannah, God has been blowing on you new songs as well, has he not? Yeah. <laughs> and so it's exciting to see. I know that you have, have had the opportunity to be in the thick of things for a long time as far as worship and praise. And I'll tell you what, God has Hannah on different venues all over, not only in, in San Diego. He sends her out on other expeditions as well. Uh, what do you sense God doing in San Diego County, Hannah Ford? I, I just sense that he's just, I don't know, it's like I see a picture in my head right now of all these candles all over the place, all over the region, and then he's just sticking all the candles together and just turning <laughs> into this major uh, torch and bonfire. I love you know? this. We're going to find out more about that vision of many candles, but we're also going to hear about many uh, voices, and uh, uh, the, the one voice of many waters, too. Mm. We're delving into the San Diego County Fairgrounds and David's tent, and Michelle is going to stay on the line with, with us, and Hannah Ford has many more insights and more music in those fingers and in that voice when we come. <laughs> Right <laughs> this is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show with Cass Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. My friends, we're back. And we're going to go to a place called the San Diego County Fairgrounds. (laughs) (laughs) Where there's 72 hours of continual worship and praise to empower San Diego and the people who live here. Oh, Hannah, this is so wonderful. We've got some people on the line to share. They have to sing, right? They can't just talk. They have to sing. Oh, well, I don't know whether they'd go for that, but they could. (laughs) Shoo. Sing the song that God gives you. Sing the song that he says. Sing the song that he gives you. And worship almighty God. Well, we're heading to the Delmar Fairgrounds right now. Aren't we, Hannah? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> In my mind's eye. <laughs> In your mind's eye. Well, we're also going to do that on the radio's eye as well. Yeah. Or at least it's ears. How's that? Michelle, I know that you're yes, still yeah. with us. Why don't you give a little in- insight of what you're experiencing right this moment? And I've got another person, Rich, on the line. We've got people calling in through in the entire hour. But uh, encapsulate what God has stirred you, Michelle, about. And uh, then I'm going to, after your minute or so, I'm going to then bring uh, another fellow who's on the line right now, Rich. So, Michelle, lay it on us. Well, right now, Henry Haney's up and his team. Yes, and we love Henry Haney. He's been one of the uh, conduits for worship and intimacy in San Diego County for some time. So, go ahead. 
Yes, and um, it just reminds me of how important it is to have our local people involved in David's tent. They have been handling the very difficult shifts, most of them, yes. from midnight till early in the morning. <laughs> and, and Hannah said amen. <laughs> <laughs> and Kaz did too because he joined me. <laughs> yes, it's amazing. So, it is amazing. So what, what, what message, a brief message, Michelle, would you say to the, to the listeners? Some of them are not going to be able to make it to David's tent, but the actual theme is more, even more important than this 72 hours of consecutive worship. What do you think God's theme is, and what does he want San Diego County to hear? Um, today there was a breakout session with Jason Upton, and uh, one of the things that he touched on is judgment and how it interferes with creativity. So as different streams come to David's tent, um, different uh, denominations, different uh, churches, different people, we come with a perception of how to do worship or how we hear from God or what, how God has moved for us in the past. And so um, when we judge something that's going on or something that is new, we tend to put the brakes on Mm. the flow of God and uh, limit the creativity in the places that God wants to take us. And so Jason Upton said, if we can all let go of the judgment and, and instead look to the furthest point of our vision, and then stand there and then look even further. That we will be able to water the seed, continue to let the garden grow, and, and let what is uh, being deposited here in San Diego and what is uh, being fostered by all these different people all over the United States and Europe and yes. people are coming from Australia. And we can just continue to water what God's doing if we don't judge um, what it should look like. I love it. Michelle, thank you for joining us. And I'm going to have Rich join us now on the line. And I think you set the stage for, for Rich. I know his heart. He has a, a, a similar heart to that as well. And so, Michelle, God bless you and the Pauls and uh, everything that's going on in your lives. You're going to be very influential in these days as well, Michelle. God bless you and thanks well, for joining we us. We love you. Thank you. Bye. Uh, it's a pleasure. And Rich, I, I we set the stage for you there, Rich. A, a lot of things going on. I'm fine, fine, fine. And Hannah's doing fine here. She's sitting with it, with, it, with her guitar on oh, her lap wonderful. just in case. Hello, Hannah. Hello. <laughs> nice to I, meet you. I love your Facebook post, Hannah. Oh, you saw them? <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, people, uh, here's, here's, the, here's the thing, too. As far as Hannah's Facebook post, people can access that on Facebook. Many people, can they not? Um, yeah. Not not everything I post. No, um, not of but, course not everything. But you have a website. <laughs> the, the, oh yes. And so uh, on the Facebook, what, what, what would they do? Hannah, um, Hannah Ford dot com. Well, Hannah Ford dot com. Find out what's going on with her as well. Rich, thank you for setting it up so I could you know, promote uh, the ministry of Hannah Ford. You were Absolutely. so wise, man. It's worthy of promotion. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what's, I want to go back to that. I want to go back to that theme of David's tent and what God's heart is. Is that God wants the people that would have a purity of devotion and adoration to God in such a level of purity that that we only do it because he's worthy. Come on, Rich. He's worthy of our Amen. praise. He's worthy of our adoration. For, <laughs> if we show up for no other reason, and there's still 24 hours, there's plenty of time for people to show up. At it's the San Diego County Fairgrounds, right? Yes, at okay. the San Diego Del Mar, Del Mar. Del Mar Fairgrounds. 
And uh, I'll tell you, it is like in the spirit, it's absolutely rocking. I mean, there has been not only not only incredible worship, there has been intercession to break bondages, to heal marriages, to um, uh, everything you can think of. There's just been an active group of intercessors all over the place, uh, praying their hearts out, and and we just know that God's listening and responding. Yes, and there's a, there, there, there's a variety of. Were, were you involved uh, in in one way or another, other than just uh, receiving it in and then pouring it out? Because you're the kind of guy that you you pour it out, uh, whether you're you know whether uh, you know, whether regardless, you're just you, you slosh as you walk, and people go, oh, I got splashed, and and riches pass by. <laughs> I love walking around. I love walking around and praying for people, and and they actually invited me to do it. Usually, I'm pretty uninvited. So you're yeah. the, you were in the prayer tent. Was that it, Rich? Uh, we're, I wasn't in the prayer tent. We were on the intercession team. So oh, the like intercession it. team has actually been interceding for a year for David's oh, tent. Wow. Awesome. And really getting and really getting downloaded uh, what his heart was, what his passion is, and really just to transition the culture in Southern California to a genuine kingdom culture that that is so Christ-centric mm. um, that he invades our culture and his presence just brings, just comes. And he does what he does in Isaiah 61. He heals the brokenhearted. Mm-hmm. He, um, he just brings light to the darkness. Amen. Uh, he, he over, he's, he's just, he's victorious in every area of our life when we let him, when we, when we stop striving and, and stop trying to help God do what he really wants to do for us. And, and I think what he's calling his people to do is just simply open up our hearts to receive the love he has for us. Yes, yes, yes. Rich, that's so, that's so good. Uh, my friend, I, I, I have to brag on Rich. Uh, he is one of the people that uh, he's so full of stuff that uh, he, 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 can, he can be comfortable in, any, in many environments. He may not always feel feel like he wants to be in those environments, but God can use him in a lot of different <laughs> a lot of different ways. And I think part of the message that God is giving to Rich is saying, "Setting you free, Rich. I'm setting you free." And so, because you, you're a remarkable oh, guy, we've been friends for some time. Uh, any other thoughts? Oh, we've God, got about yeah. one more minute in this in this segment, Rich. And I want you to be able, if you have something on your heart you want to share, it can, it doesn't have to necessarily have to be uh, about David's tent, but it has to be about what God is doing in San Diego County and what He's doing through the listeners that are listening to this broadcast right now. Rich, lay it on us. I just want to speak. I just want to speak hope to every single one, every single person in San Diego County. I got saved because there was a community of worshipers in Lake Tahoe. I was a bartender at Hyatt Lake Tahoe, and I was born again behind a bar where no Christian, at least admitting Christian, would come in to where I was, and I was born again. Wow. And I was my, radically my. changed. <laughs> and and it took me years. I only knew two Christians, and I didn't really want to have anything to do with them. I mean, I was a, I was a heathen, heathen. And I'll tell you, it was like it took me years of prayer and, and seeking God. And then one day, uh, one day, I think it was Bill Burkhardt told a story about a group of people in India that, that were told to just worship, just worship, yes, just worship. And they worshiped for 10 years. And then all of a sudden, with no fruit, and then all of a sudden, people started in the town that they were nearby, started having revelations of Jesus. Yes. And that's when I realized... When there is a community that's willing to worship purely for the sake of the glory of God, 
that literally sends ministering spirits and angels out into the entire region to bring salvation to people. And that's what David Penn is bringing. And he's, it's changing the culture. And you're going to start to see breakouts of, of revelations of Jesus throughout the county. And there's going to be little pockets like that. I think it was Michelle was talking about these candles. Yes. These candles being lit all over the county. And it's going to be a Christ-centered. People are going to, Jesus is going to be revealing himself in these small groups. And we're going to be united like we've never been united. Everything we've hoped and prayed and dreamed for years and years and years, we're finally going to see fruition. And it's going to continue on until the return of Jesus. That's my, my two cents. And Rich. I am so excited. I have been this excited <laughs> in the Lord in, in 25 years. Yes. I'm so stoked to be part of it. Oh, my. Thank you, Rich, so my friend. You guys. Thank you for, for, yeah. for jumping on into the stream. And my listening friend. Thank you, Anna. Thank you Rich. Uh-huh. Okay, take care. God bless God, you. God's got plans for you. Yeah. God's got plans for you. And we're going to a break in just a moment, but a phrase about God's got plans for you as we transition into the break. God's got plans for you. God has a plan, and he's leading you. And Hannah and I, and many others, they're going to be calling in from the Del Mar Fairgrounds and David's head. Don't go away. And follow what he leads, because his plan is beautiful, his plan is for freedom. It's continuing in what he's already done. God has a plan, and it started when he came to die upon that cross. Ladies and gentlemen, do not go away. We've just scratched the surface of God's presence and worship and praise as we have at David's tent, San Diego, at Del Mar Fairgrounds' way. God is remarkable. We have more people communicating with us from David's tent in San Diego when we come right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Hello, San Diego. This is Rick Sines from uh, Red Seal Ministries. I just bless you and ask you just to receive the love of the Lord at this time, uh, this open season we have in San Diego. Now, more of Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. And we're back. Anna Ford, a wonderful worship leader and a gal who sings God's heart. And all you have to do is listen to know that. And we're in the studio, but we're not only in the studio because of radio. We're also at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. And also at the Del Mar Fairgrounds is David's Tent, San Diego, where there is 72 consecutive hours of worship and praise. And it's going to be going on through Sunday evening as well. We've got some people on the line here that I want to share with you, my friends. These are people that God has as integral in worship and praise and other things in San Diego County and beyond. So, ladies and gentlemen, Hannah Ford and I want to introduce a couple people to you. Woo-hoo! 
Oh my, my, my. Hannah, it's, it's wonderful to see other people that love worshiping the Lord, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's so fun. <laughs> it's my, so my, my. awesome. Now, you know uh, Barry Sappington, uh, pastor of Cross Point Life Church. You've run across him a few times. I ran across him last night. I was <laughs> jumping and dancing on the field and looked to my left and there he was. <laughs> <laughs> so, Barry, good to have you. And we also have another person on the line, too. And assuming that there's not a bunch of troublesome background noise, we'll keep you both on the line hot for a while here. And Zach... Uh, you're with us, and you're not from San Diego, are you, Zach? No, I'm originally from Michigan. <laughs> yes, yes, but you're also tied with a ministry that's going to be uh, doing some hefty things next week as well. It's called Awaken the Dawn. Isn't that correct? Absolutely. So, uh, Barry, I'm going to just start with you, and then I'm going to ask Zach a few questions, too. Zach, be ready, because I'm going to ask you to give the broader brushstroke of what God is doing in worship and praise throughout the United States, and you're a person that has a finger on the pulse of that. But, Barry, you're involved in—was I understanding it right that you're involved in the resource tent? Tell us what that means, and tell us what you have been experiencing, Barry Sappington, of Cross Point Life hey, Church. Hey, hey, you guys. How are you? Good to be back on. Good. Um, yeah, we uh, there's a team of four of us in the resource center, which is really the marketplace gathering where we've got different uh, ministries and uh, from across the globe that are there to present what God's doing through their ministry and opportunities for people to get involved, and uh, also selling merchant um, you know merch for the different artists and T-shirts and all that good stuff. So, um, but beyond all that, the cool thing that's happening in that particular location is that in the presence of God. It's just so powerful. Like, people are coming in not just to buy a T-shirt, but they're leaving buying a T-shirt and then being prayed over for healing or, <laughs> um, you know, we call it the prophetic, giving them some kind of an encouraging word that they leave going, God, only you would know that. I love it. And, you know, hands raised in the air as they leave and just such a blessing to sense the atmosphere of heaven in that room here on earth. So yes. powerful. And the, the Paddock Church, my friends, there's many stages at the at this Del Mar Fairgrounds, as you know, if you've ever been there. But the focus stage right now, there are actually two focus stages. One of them is the Paddock uh, stage, which is before you enter into the racetrack. There's a main stage there before you go in. And then on the opposite side, just a few steps away, there's the evening uh, a stage. And so, you know, at certain stages of the evening, we transition from the paddock stage to the other stage. It's a smaller venue. So here's what's going to happen here with you two on the phone. I take advantage of the character of the people that are on the phone. So, Zach, I'm going to take advantage of you here. I'm going to have you kind of I want you to give a broad brushstroke picture because you're involved with Awaken the Dawn and Tent America venue that's going on next week in San Diego, but also throughout the United States. So I think I hear a little bit of uh, dissonance in the background, but I'm, I'm not sure whether that's you, Zach, or whether it's uh, Barry. But uh, why don't you start by kind of giving a broad brushstroke picture of what you think God is doing in the nation. And Barry, I'm going to have you give a color commentary after, thereafter and say how that relates to San Diego County, because I'm sure many of the things he's doing on a national and even global scale in worship and praise, we're seeing manifest, if you will, in San Diego County. Would that be fair? Is that okay, Barry? Absolutely. Okay, Zach, what are you sensing on a little bit more national scale as far as worship and praise? And then I'm going to have Barry Sappington uh, bring it home in San Diego County. Zach, what are you sensing? Absolutely. So, um, Kaz, 
this is something that I've been giving a lot of thought to because I, I, I don't think I'm the only one who's noticed that God is definitely up to something uh, in this day and age. Like there is unprecedented amounts of miracles, signs and wonders and just gatherings happening that are promoting promoting unity across the entire body of Christ. Um, and that's something that I've, I've been hugely passionate about since I was little. Since I was around 11 years old, the Lord gave me a vision about unity in the church. And it's been something that's been driving me as a person um, since that. And so, um, you know, with Awaken the Dawn and, and being in this position that I'm in as a worship mobilization director for the nation, you know, the Lord's given me a unique opportunity to see this from a perspective that, that not many people get to see it from. So the biggest thing that I'm noticing is what's really interesting is the Lord, it seems like through all the uh, prophetic channels um, that we have as a church, you know, the prophets and the prophetesses, um, you know, there's a word going out right now for the worship community, not just in the nation, but in in the world, I believe, uh, that the Lord is calling us back to consecration and holiness and and, um, not just a religious holiness, but but in relationship, um, driven by relationship with Jesus, like mm-hmm. um, the setting apart of ourselves for him, for his worship, for his glory. Um, you know, and it's just this beautiful, um, you know, the Lord specifically with Awaken the Dawn, you know, he's actually put his hand on us, uh, you know, on the leadership teams for Awaken the Dawn. He's saying, hey, I want to move I want to I want to land in the U.S. I want to land in in the countries and in, in the nations, um, you know. But are you willing to sacrifice? Are, are you willing to set yourselves apart and make yourselves consecrated and holy before my presence? Um, you know, and, and not from a legalistic standpoint uh, standpoint, but like I said, from a relational standpoint with Jesus. Um, and it's just absolutely incredible, um, you know, seeing this go out. It's, it's a message that many, again, many different prophetic voices are, are declaring this word uh, of holiness and consecration. So anyways, so that's kind of what I'm seeing in the next few years. The Lord is calling us into this deeper place with him, this, this new territory. Um, and I believe he's getting ready. You know, he showed me the spirit of awakening is hovering over this nation as we speak. And it's waiting for a place to land. And he's saying, will you create a place that I can rest my presence? And we're seeing all these tent movements pop up, including David's tent. And it's incredible. And it's absolutely purposeful. The Lord doesn't waste a moment. So anyways, <laughs> that's, that's kind of in a nutshell what I'm seeing, Kat. I love it. I love it. And you are on the, God has put you in a place, Zach. I met this man uh, maybe a year or so ago, and he's been in a, a position where he can influence things on ground level or actually a few levels up as well. And uh, they put the right man, God put the right man in place for this because this is a man that is truly a man after God's own heart. And he's a big guy too. I don't have to bend down to hug this one. (laughs) Hey, hey, Zach, thank you, my friend, for giving us your insight. And Barry, I know that he has given you some, you know, it's kind of like he's stirred up a few things in you because you've been uh, investing, investing in San Diego County. So some of the things that Zach is seeing on a a national scale, uh, you can testify to in San Diego. Zach, Steve, you can stay with us for the remainder of this uh, segment, which is going to be a few minutes. But uh, uh, if we don't come back to you, know that uh, you are loved and we will cross paths again soon. So, Barry, what insight do you have for us? Zach, well stated, bro. And I do remember your name, by the way. So, a little inside joke there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Kaz, obviously, you know my heart, you know our passion, you know 
the manifestation of our passion is to see the Church of San Diego, the body of Christ, come into a, a, an alignment that's not based on what we're trying to build individually, but what we're trying to build as, as, as family, uh, the kingdom being expanded, the kingdom being advanced. And I really am convinced that what's happening right now during 72 hours of nonstop worship here at the Delma Fairgrounds, the worship is a part of how God's breaking through in San Diego County and in California and in the nation. And I agree with Zach. I believe that what God's doing is he's raising up a, how can we say this, like a a generation of lay-down lovers. I, I just have to give you a personal observation. Last night, even when I was standing next to Hannah, and we were we were doing our dance out on the uh, <laughs> right in the middle of everything. Um, I, it occurred to me that when I looked around the room or around the around the area, it, it, it wasn't about age, it wasn't about ethnicity, it wasn't about church, it wasn't about anything. It was about Jesus, Amen. and everybody was doing whatever was on their heart. An abandonment for one thing, and that was Jesus. We lift up your name. We lay down our lives. We are laid down lovers, and we want nothing more than for you to be glorified. Jesus, be lifted up. Yes. And then I'm telling you, there's something profound that's happening that I can't put language to, but I can tell you that it's a kingdom thing. Holy Spirit's on the move, and the Church of San Diego in particular is in for what Zach even touched on, and that's an awakening of heart, <laughs> awakening of soul, awakening of mind to realize that we're not building our own kingdoms, but we're building the kingdom of God side by side, heart by heart, and through the love of the Father, we're going to see a generation raised up to change this city and state. My, my. Amen. Barry, <laughs> stay with us, will you? And Zach, thank you so much for joining us on this segment. Zach, I appreciate you, man. God bless you, and we'll be crossing paths many times. I have a feeling you couldn't escape me if you tried. My listening uh, friend. Absolutely. Love you, brother. <laughs> okay, Zach. Barry, you stay with us for the next segment, will you? Because we want you to, to uh, dig more deeply into the insights that you had. And Hannah, yeah. is, I, I, I love having her play the guitar because uh, uh, this brings the presence of God even more closely to our own hearts. Lord Jesus, we entrust your spirit to our praises, and we give you rich and transparent and vulnerable praises knowing that you're going to fill our gaps. My listening friend Barry Sappington and perhaps another phone call or two are going to be joining us in this last segment. We're going to dig more deeply in what God is not only doing in San Diego County, but what he's doing in you. So Hannah, Barry, and I will be right back. More. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Now more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor.
My listening friend, welcome back for the last segment of the Come Together San Diego broadcast today, tonight, this evening, now. And we are not only in the studios here in San Diego, but we're also visiting David's tent at the Del Mar Fairgrounds going on all night tonight through tomorrow evening as well. It has been and will be 72 consecutive hours of worship and praise. And we have on the phone line from Del Mar, longtime friend Barry Sappington, and he, he's a remarkable guy, Cross Point Life Church in La Mesa. Barry, I'm going to have you give some more insights because we're going to close this show with a prophecy that happened back in 2012 with uh, a man named Chuck Pierce who spoke into yes. this and uh, we're going to be playing that at the very close of the show but I wanted to have Come you on. spend a moment because this is some this is a, a vision that God has stirred in you for a long time many yeah. many many years yeah. and uh, yeah. he has similarly stirred it in many other people and what I'm seeing mm-hmm. Barry and I know you're seeing it too and that is God is quickening it's now is the time and he's quickening a lot of people at the same time for the same purpose yes. And uh, Hannah's seeing it as well. So why don't you give us your perspective here, and then Hannah can give some insights as well from what she yeah. has seen. And then I want to play a prophecy that was given in 2012 here in San Diego yeah. that, that details what God is doing. So, Barry, what do you sense? Yeah. Thank you, Kaz. Um, Hannah, good to be with you. You know, I, I think the best way for me to, to kind of tell you what I sense God doing is what happened to me yesterday morning. Um, I got here about 7.15 a.m. for a 7.30 meeting, and I wanted to get here because my, my daughter, Lacey Griggs, was leading a set at 6, actually 6.30, and I wanted to get there to be a part of that. And so I pulled up onto the, into the parking lot. I got out of my car. I felt the presence of God, which was great. But I walked onto the grounds, and as soon as I walked onto the grounds of the Del Mar Fairgrounds, I heard her voice. But it wasn't about my daughter's voice. It was about recognizing what presence is, the presence of God. And the presence of God was so thick, I began to weep even now. It was so powerful that I I, I began to make my way over to where the worship was. And as I got there, there was about 20 or 25 people that had gathered around that particular nighttime venue. And I, I, I looked around and many people were crying. Yes. And I think my point, Cass, in saying this wasn't anything but when you encounter the presence of God and when the Church of San Diego begins to say, we want His presence more than we want anything else, we begin to let down our guards and we begin to say, your, your glory and our worship of the King of Kings is the only thing that matters. Amen. And let's lock our arms. Let's unite our hearts. And let's begin to be one, as it says in John 17, that we can begin to declare the goodness of God over Mm. a region and begin to say, God, it's not about cross point. It's not about a particular locality, but it's about the church coming together and worshiping and loving and adoring Mm -hmm. who Jesus truly is. Yes. And when we see that picture... We see the church bow down before him as king and Lord and Savior, and we begin to see the harvest. We begin to see Jesus do what he promised he would do through his sons and daughters, oh, and that's on, inheritance. Man. And so I just, uh, I'm still feeling it right now. Barry. I know that there's some, 
There's something happening. There is something happening in San Diego, Barry. There, there is definitely something happening. And I'm gonna, I, I have time to play Chuck Pierce's proclamation in, done in 2012 uh, in San Diego. And I want this, uh, uh, he, he was here doing a prophecy uh, conference in San Diego County. And I, he delivered a line that I've, I recorded because it was so true. And we've been looking at that happening now. So, Barry, you can stay with us for the close of the show, but it's almost the close of the show now. Uh, and Hannah, play just a little music rendition here. I want to play a uh, recording from Chuck Pierce prophecy about the tabernacle of David. And this is called David's Tent San Diego. And uh, next week there's going to be an experience from Awaken the Dawn called David's Tent as well and Tent America. So this is happening not only in San Diego as a prototype city but the rest of the nation. Now here's uh, a recording from Chuck Pierce given on August 29th in San Diego on 2012, a prophecy delivered about God building the tabernacle of David here in San Diego and beyond. You see the tabernacle of David coming into a reality in a corporateness that is beyond anything the world has ever seen. That's us. That's who we are. And in our nation, I believe, and in this nation and throughout the world, there are places that's beginning to embrace, uh, em, embrace and be nurtured in the restoration of the tabernacle of David. There are people that are gathering and they're saying, let's begin to worship. Let's begin to gather together. Let's move together. Let's let God raise us up and bring us out from under the conformity of the world around us and let us represent the power that has been held down that we know that resides within us. There is a power that is residing in the people of this region. All of a sudden, you're at a critical moment where he's unlocking the next phase and the next move of God in this region. I say for San Diego now will become a spout. And from the spout, there will be a bubbling of my life that begins to go out. And from the spout, I will form and my voice and my mouth will be heard. I will start moving. I will start healing. I will end one season. I will raise up another season in your midst and your eyes will say, it is hard for me to believe that which I am seeing coming out of San Diego. I say to you, you are a battlefield in the heavens, but your worship from earth will unlock my host and there is beginning this night a divine alignment of heaven and earth and I say to you my hand now controls the movement of war in this land and from this place called San Diego 
I will save a nation. Let's shout and thank God. My friends, did you hear that? Uh, Chuck Pierce identified San Diego as a pivotal place where God's movement is going to take place. We're so excited. We're out of time. Hannah Ford, thank you. Barry Sappington, thank you for joining us as well. My friend, God is doing stuff in San Diego and beyond, and it's time for us to say so long, but it hasn't ended. It's only just begun. God bless you. Thanks for joining Chaz Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs>